يا رحم الأكوان يا رحمانها يا رب ثبتني على الإيمان السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Hey, do you guys remember me? <laughs> it's been a long time, right? It's been a long time since we, uh, subhanAllah, have spent time together. And a lot has happened in my life. So I'm going to share that with you guys. And we're going to perhaps go through a really beautiful reading that I think will like kind of help center us as we go through the week. So, mashallah, bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah. Welcome to the Swiss podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. And it's interesting because I have not traveled as much as I usually travel for a lot of reasons, mashallah. But when I was traveling, like, people would come up to me and they were like, what's up with the podcast, brah? Where is the podcast at? What's going on with the podcast? And recently, Imam Bilal from Sacramento sent me a message and he was like, what's going on with the podcast? So I want to thank you guys for kind of letting me know and giving me some real-time analytics, you know, and letting me know. I think sometimes we might not appreciate what it means to sometimes share like good feedback with people like constructive feedback is also important of course but like just hearing that from people and realizing that i needed to get back to work and begin to be more consistent in the podcast so i want to thank you guys for doing that um where have i been so two really really important things have happened and the most important i'm going to save like for the second if that's okay with everybody you know save the best for last right but first i was able to launch my online school swiss suhaib web institute the suhaib web institute of sacred sciences where we plan to release in the next few months an app on the iphone apple store as well as the um folks who use android almost forgot about it sorry android users don't hate me. Um, if your meth hub is Android, it's on you, brah. It's on you. But I actually like the meth hub of Android. It's a little bit more complex. But I was working on this project for a long time. I released some books around almost now two years ago. Was working hard on curriculum. I have a degree in education. Alhamdulillah, I love education. I'm passionate. I believe in the power of education. Transformative. Influence and, and, and kind of interference that education has always played in my life from my early conversion, but I was like scared to release it. Um, a little bit of an OCD perfectionist when it comes to these kind of things. And then finally, some of my friends set me down and were like, just launch it, you know, do a beta launch. So we launched a beta launch at suhaibweb.com. Remember that website back in the days? suhaibweb.com slash Swiss. And we run an online, like, like Netflix is where we're headed, right? Where we have a full-time Islamic curriculum from A to Z in the English language based on where I've studied primarily West Africa and Egypt. Um, and then 
adding to that like supplementary courses that people can take like the supplications of Islam um, the hikam of Imam Ibn Ta'Allah classes on tafsir and so on and so forth so there's like core subjects right what makes the core subjects those things which are crucial to functional Islamic literacy we want to provide Islamic literacy and experience through education because I feel often that we have dysfunctional scholarship instead of functional literacy, like functional literacy is important. Think about functional fitness, right? Most people don't train so they can be a bodybuilder. They train so they can play with their kids and their grandchildren, right? So functional Islamic literacy is about the long term, what is important for us to maintain our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we launched last March, mashallah, and we only charge $10 a month per household, not per person. We're never going to raise that price, inshallah. And that includes lesson plans, evaluations, quizzes if people want to. A lot of people don't want to do that. Real-time analytics that we run every week. Uh, real engagement with me and others as your instructors. So many things there. And now we have a number of courses up, alhamdulillah, with text as well. So if you want to help me out. Go sign up, suhaibweb.com slash Swiss. You're going to love it. And we continue now to grow. We have focus groups that are ran for teens, converts, and others so that we can put together tailor-made, student-driven curriculums that focus on specific educational demographics. So right now it's one curriculum up. That's a test. But as we grow, we want to create curriculums that are learner-specific. So a full curriculum for converts, a full curriculum for teens, a full curriculum for young adults, and so on and so forth. And then, of course, the side courses. And then also getting into entertainment, um, creating short films. Next year, we hope to have our first film competition, uh, inshallah. So you can imagine something like Hulu, maybe, but with a full-time educational focus, as well as some art and other things. So I launched that. And subhanAllah, the beta launch is still there. We actually had a meeting today. We made our first hire a few weeks ago and the support has been so great that we're able to make those hires and scaffolds. So if you haven't signed up, yo man, doesn't matter where you are in the world, go sign up and help me out. I would really appreciate it. The second thing that happened, man, I'm a daddy. Yeah, alhamdulillah, I am a daddy. I, I'm really, you can hear me smiling, man. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed me with an amazing wife. Oh my gosh. That's my that's my that's my ride or die, you know. And we were blessed with a baby girl the first week of Ramadan. And she's mashallah. So of consequence, I got fat, right? Because who else is going to share in my wife's pregnancy when she needs some empathy eating partners? So I take no responsibility for the weight that I put on. You know, I dialed Uber Eats at three o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to lie. It's New York City. Mashallah. You can get halal food even like in the most obscure hours. And we were basically like halal vampires, you know, like three o'clock in the morning. Get the nudge. Pow. Baby. Yes. Habiba Qalbi. Let's order a pizza. Okay. Absolutely no defense mechanism on my part. So, subhanAllah, man, I got to get back in the gym. But, Allahu Akbar, first week of Ramadan, blessed with a beautiful baby girl. And it's really crazy, right? I'm 47, so being a father, again, you know, I got two big ones. 
um, my son, you know, 16 years old, that's a whole nother story. He calls me, tells me he wants to be a model. Yeah. So I said to him, you could never be a model. He said, why? I said, cause you're ugly. <laughs> now he's going to pay to look at you, bro. Um, but unfortunately that didn't work. So mashallah, he's doing his hips. He's going to school, but yeah, man, it's crazy having two beautiful adult, young adult children and then having a baby. And they've been great about it, man. You know, everyone's been wonderful. Uh, my brother, my father. Um, but she was born with some challenges. You know, uh, Coom syndrome, for a lot of you who may not know, is nothing over the top dangerous, but it's certainly terrifying. She was born and she looked like, you know, she had a Donald Trump spray tan, man. You know, she had jaundice. And I'm from Oklahoma, the country. We put kids, in the old days, you put kids by the window seal, let the sun do its work. And, uh, you know, there were some challenges, man. The first week of Ramadan, we were worried because her oxygen levels were dropping. There was a lot happening. Um, but subhanAllah, man, I got no complaints, man. Alhamdulillah, baby is here. And it's really, really humbling just to be blessed with family. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like such a blessing. And I ask Allah to bless all of you. Um and your children and, and, you know, to make our children, children are a test, you know, no doubt. We're a test for them too. My son can definitely say I'm a test for him, but I just really, I'm just thankful and teaching here in New York City and, and working with a great group of people and surrounded by brilliant students and alhamdulillah, man. So Swiss launch headed towards a full app, alhamdulillah, coming soon. Started the live Q&A on Instagram every weekend that I'm sure some of you are aware of. And then, mashallah, blessed with a baby girl. And uh, yeah, man. So the reason I say that, alhamdulillah, mashallah, alhamdulillah, is I was actually reading uh, Tafsir of Ibn Juzay. And Ibn Juzay is, of course, this great Maliki scholar. He lives in like the 7th century. I think he was born... Uh, I'm getting old, man. 693. I think he died 741. He actually died fighting, um, you know, the Christians who were like invading Spain and all kind of problems were happening. And, uh, you know, he's just this autodidactic genius. Like, subhanAllah, he writes in every subject. His father, his family, um, the Jose family were known. Al Maqari mentions, you know, they were well known people of, of ilm. And, you know, he, he traced El Kelbi, actually, some people ask, like, Kelbi, that's an interesting name, like, the dog, right, um, to Bani Kelb, which is from Bani Humair, right? So he, he traces his lineage back to the Jazirat al-Arabiya, and his family came to Andalus in Ishbiliya, and Ishbiliya is where Imam Shatabi is from. We'll talk about him in the future, inshallah. I try to do the podcast, inshallah, at least every every Monday. Um in the second century after Hijri. So they come to Spain really early on um, and eventually sell, settle in Granada, right? Granada. And, you know, he's just on another level, man. He, his brothers were all like major, major scholars. Muhammad ibn Ahmad ibn Muhammad uh, ibn Juzay al-Kalbi al-Granati. That's his name. So he, he has this really cool book, man, in Tafsir. He has books in the Maliki Madhab, Al-Qawaneen, Al-Fiqhiyah, 
Um, he has a book I read actually to a teacher in Egypt years ago in Usul al-Fiqh, um, which is like, mashallah, solid. Uh, he has a book called Isharat fi Tasawwuf. You know, in Tasawwuf, he wrote this really good book. Yeah, it's kind of hard to find. Some people say it's lost. Uh, around 15 books, and he died at the age of 48. I mean, so the man put in work, right? Like you're talking about someone who put in work. And his family, I experienced this when I went to Morocco and I, I was able to visit Abdurrahman Katani and actually read hadith to him. Um, you know, his family uh, were known for having a very large library. And uh, Ibn Juzay spent a lot of time reading. And, you know, he he spent so much time reading that he became also a poet. Like his poetry is like on another level. Um, you know, he, his mud of the Prophet وسلم, is is like really beautiful. And he talks about how, you know, in the kulla alamina you know, all of creation al uh, ali means sorry all of the scholars to have competed fi madhihi you know in praising the prophet but none of them could even reach a portion of what is obligatory in praising him sallallahu uh, alaihi wasallam so you know he spends a lot of time reading and studying and and he becomes like a great adib a great literary giant so his poetry is really good but what we're going to read today, and I thought it would be kind of nice just because of what I shared with you, is his section on thankfulness. And of course, it is November, and we know a lot of people, I personally don't really celebrate Thanksgiving, more so because I feel like, you know, the Native Americans, you know, were like celebrating what? Um... And, you know, it's interesting, there there were, you know, Imam Khatib al-Baghdadi, Baghdadi, excuse me, uh, al-Khatib al-Baghdadi in his tarikh of Madinat al-Salam, which is known as Tariq al-Baghdadi, you know, he mentions like there were parts of Baghdad that people didn't want to live in because it was considered a place of dhulm, right? It was considered a place that was usurped by people. We know that Imam al-Nawi, right, the great 7th century giant, you know, his position towards the government as far as the land that they had taken from people, and he said, like, it's not allowed to, to eat from that land or to even take, like, zakat from that land. Like, that land is, like, cursed. Um, Imam Ibn Nahwi, the great, great uh, scholar in his, his poem Al-Munfarija, which we teach at Swiss, uh, we're preparing, it's in pre, pre-production right now, you know, his fatwa on, and even his act of nonviolent insurrection against the government who took his land from him. So this is not something that's like, you know, um, like off the table, but I personally don't celebrate it because of, you know, what happened to people for us to be here, right? So, with that in mind, that's not like the ideal conversation perhaps many of us can have with relatives. Like I wouldn't show up at my relative's house and start, you know, put them on blast. But I think it's important to think about what thankfulness means Islamically. So what I'm hoping you can get from this, this is kind of like a personal embellishment, right? I'm, I'm trying to become more thankful, especially as I get older. Um, 
but then also to give us some talking points, perhaps that we can use at work or school or with our family. So we're going to be reading from his book, Tashil Fi Tashil Ulumi Atanzil, which is his tafsir. And we are actually going to teach that tafsir um, in the future to our advanced students at Swiss and also the tafsir of Imam Nasafi because the tafsir of Imam Nasafi Al Hanafi um, is the tafsir that used to be taught at Al Azhar in the high school. Unfortunately, things have kind of changed. But mashallah, let's spend some time just kind of going through this text together. And it's really, really great to be with you. Uh, I hope if you hear my voice right now, you make dua for me, my family. And, you know, I'm really grateful that you're, you're spending time with me. So he says, and he's, this is under his tafsir of Sultan Fatiha. And in a section on, on Sultan Fatiha, he mentions like 20 fawaid, 20 benefits. Don't worry, we're not going to read all 20. And the fourth, he says, Al-Fa'idatu Al-Rabi'ah. So he says, Rahimahullah, Naf'ana Allahu Ta'ala bi'ilmihi fi darini ameen. Which means, may Allah make his knowledge a benefit to us in this life and the next. He says, Al-Fa'idatu Al-Rabi'ah. That the fourth benefit, Al-Shukru bil-Lisani huwa thana'u ala al-Mun'imi wa tahadduthi he said that thankfulness is an expression of the speech, right, of the tongue, and it is to praise the mun'im, the giver of blessings, wattahadduthu, excuse me, and to speak, to conversate about his blessings, right? Sometimes people, you know, they don't like to talk about the blessings of Allah. Sometimes they censor people, but listen. If nobody talks about the blessings of Allah, the only thing we're going to hear is bad news, man, or that blessings are attributed to someone else. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders us to talk about his ni'm, his blessings. Right? You must conversate about the blessings of God. You know? And, and one of the ways that we we don't deny Allah's blessings is to speak about them. And this also is a value prop for people who are looking for faith, right? People who are trying to understand Islam. My best friend in high school became Muslim because he asked me, what do Muslims do? I was a new Muslim. I didn't know much. I said, we say, inshallah, like we recognize that everything is by God. And he was like, yo, that's dope. And he and his cousin, mashallah, went with me to the masjid and subhanAllah, the next day, Two days later, embraced Islam. So we need to be careful that shaitan doesn't keep us quiet. And then Islamophobia is the continued effort to condition and straighten the Muslim community with the goal of muting its public acknowledgement of Allah. So you see that, you know, we'll talk about this perhaps in the future, that Islamophobia in its most cancerous form inflicts pain on our community in its most subtle form mutes the religious voice of our community and then with people even on the left right amplifies the more secular portrayal of islam in our community 
And then we begin to see that as being acceptable. So we move away from the voice of God, khitabullah, and the voice of the messenger. So, at-tahadduthu, right, to speak bi-ni'mi-lah is a form of shukr. And then he says that the Prophet, qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, at-tahadduthu bi-ni'mah shukr. The Prophet sallallahu said to conversate about bi-ni'mah, about the blessings of Allah, is shukr. This hadith is hasan, it's a good hadith. And then Imam Ibn al-Juzay, he defines what thankfulness is. A little bit different, especially in a, a America now, which is dominated by sadness and melancholy, and even in the Muslim community. I mean, one day I was walking into a masjid and I saw this young man. I said, how you doing? He said, doom and gloom. I said, what do you mean? He's like, man, the khubah was like doom and gloom. I get it, right? There are times where we need to invoke a sense of responsibility in people and remind people of hell. You know, we don't want people to get lost in hope, but there has to be a safe balance. And, you know, we don't want people to lose hope. So the Shaykh, he says, وَالشُّكْرُ بِالْجَوَارِحِ هُوَ الْعَمَرُ بِطَاعَةِ اللَّهِ وَتَرْكِ مَعَاصِهِ he says, you know, that, uh, uh, sorry, وَتَرْكُ مَعَاصِي Ooh, I got to work on my Arabic, man. He said that thankfulness with your, your jawarih, with your limbs, right? Because when Allah talks about thankfulness in the Qur'an, He uses a really interesting verb. He says, اِعْمَلُوا اِعْمَلُوا شُكْرَ Like you should make amal. And the word amal in Arabic, we talk about this in our explanation of the 40 hadith, at Swiss involves emotion, cognition, and then translating that into action. That's amal. There's a deliberateness to amal. That's why we don't say about animals they have amal. We say about animals they have af'al, af'al, like non-deliberate acts, because there's no niyyah. So that's why the Prophet said, "Inna al-amalu ha biniyat." Actions are by niyyah, deliberate actions. So he says, "Wa shukru." بالجوارح هو العمل بطاعة الله وترك معاصي. That thankfulness on on the limbs or with with the physical activity is to act on Allah's obedience and to leave His disobedience. والشكر بالقلب هو معرفة مقدار النعمة والعلم بأنها من الله. And he says that being thankful in your heart is to have ma'rifa, right? To have an understanding of the gravity, the gravity of the blessing, right? To understand what this blessing really means, the weight of it. And to know that the sole source of the blessing is Allah alone. And to know that the blessing that you received is it, it, this blessing from God is a favor from God, not because you deserved it. Subhanallah, man. And it's really important in a society that's extremely self inebriated and is constantly invested in the value of people. In a way that's unhealthy, right? In a way that leads to like selfishness. 
He says, والعلم بأنها تفضل لا باستحقاق العبد That you know, that, that you should know that a person knows, and this is related to the heart and their mind, that the blessing uh, is, is a grace from God. It's not because you or I deserved it. Subhanallah. So what we learn from his definition is that shukr involves like three things, right? It involves actions, it involves the heart, and it involves cognition, involves the mind. Um, you know, he lived in a time where the argument was that the heart was the center of cognition. Of course, the Hanafi said that the brain is the center of cognition. Now we know that the heart does have emotional intelligence. There's some cool studies out there about that. And then also that the mind, right? We have science to tell us that the mind is also engaged uh, in, in like a different type of cognition. So let, let's kind of frame it in that, in, that, in that way, if you don't mind. But again, when you're talking to your friends, right? You can move beyond simple corporate, sim, simple corporate notions of thankfulness, right? Seasonal thankfulness, where Islam is about consistently being thankful in our actions, in our hearts, and in our minds. And then he talks about blessings. And he says, وَعْلَمْ أَنَّ النِّعْمَةَ الَّتِي يَجِبُ شُكْرَ عَلَيْهَا لَا تُحْصَى You know, that... The, the blessings which demand thankfulness for them, uh, you could never, they can never be, you know, quantified. But we can kind of break them down into three exclusive types or parts. Okay, so now he's going to talk about the types of blessings. So he says, Ni'm dunyawiyah. He said the first, and these are things that demand thankfulness, right? So the first is the blessings related to this temporal life, like our health, like our wealth. You know, it's interesting the Arabs called wealth mal because you because the word mal means to like move away from something. means I'm turning, like I'm leaning away from you because eventually the wealth has to lean away from us. Dhahab, gold, yadhabu, because it's going to go away. Al-fidda, silver, infaddu, because eventually it's going to, to disintegrate. So subhanAllah, he says, ni'm dunyawiyah kal'afiyati wal-mari. So the first are like temporal life related blessings. So we, we have a balance, right? We appreciate the blessings of life. Wa-ni'ma diniyah kal'ilmi wa-taqwa. Then he says, you know, then the second type are the religious blessings related to deen, like guidance. I'm going to add that al-hidayah, being guided, a tawfiq, success. He mentions al-ilm, knowledge, and taqwa. And taqwa here means to employ the knowledge in a way that it keeps me upon obedience and distances me from disobedience. Then he says, wa wa ni'm وَهِيَ جَزَاؤُهُ بِالثَّوَابِ الْكَثِيرِ عَلَى الْعَمَلِ الْقَلِيلِ, على العمل القليل فِي الْعُمْرِ الْقَصِيرِ Man, subhanAllah. Wow. This really is beautiful. The way he frames this is remarkable. He says, وَالنِّعْمُ وَالنِّعْمُ أُخْرَوِيَّ وَهِيَ جَزَاؤُهُ بِالثَّوَابِ الْكَثِيرِ عَلَى الْعَمَلِ الْقَلِيلِ he said that the ni'm, that the third type of blessings 
are those related to the hereafter. And he said specifically that is the reward, the abundant reward of God for, and here the infinite reward, right? We believe paradise is khalidina fiha abada, is infinite. The infinite reward of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for actions which are a few, right? If you think about it in infinity compared to 70 years or 60 years or 50 years, whatever, right? Subhanallah. So the jazabi thawab al kathiri ala al amr al qalili fil umari al qasir in an, in an, you know, in a lifespan which is very brief. So he said the blessing of Allah is that he's going to reward people with these infinite blessings, although their actions are deficient and their lifespans are also, you know, not very long. Then he says, وَالنَّاسُ فِي شُكْرِ عَلَى مَقَامَيْنِ He says, and when it comes to being thankful, people fall into like two camps. مِنْهُمْ مَنْ يَشْكُرْ عَلَى النِّعْمِ الْوَاصِلَةِ إِلَيْهِ خَاصَةً The first is the kind of person who's just thankful for the blessings that he has. So some people say this is the selfish gratitude, or she has. وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ يَشْكُرُ اللَّهَ عَنْ جَمِيعِ خَلْقِهِ عَلَى النِّعْمِ you know, and then he says the second is Who's thankful for the blessings that everybody has? You know, the second is the one who is thankful to God because they see that God has given blessings to all creation. It's like subhanAllah, may Allah make us from that person. Then he says, وَشُكْرُ عَلَى ثَلَاثِ دَرَجَاتِ You know, um, that thankfulness falls into two types. Uh, three types, excuse me. فَالدَّرَجَاتِ الْعَوَامِ الشُكْرُ عَلَى النِّعْمِ So the first is like the general people, the general population of people who are thankful for blessings. وَالدَّرَجَاتُ الْخَوَاصِ الشُكْرُ عَلَى النِّعْمِهِ وَالنَّقَمِ أو نِقَمِ and in the second are special people, right? Kind of a higher level who are not only thankful for blessings, but thankful for the naqam. The naqam are the tests and are thankful regardless of the situation. Right? And then it's like the first round draft pick. You know, these are like the special, special people. Ya Allah, man. What a, what a beautiful thing, man. What a beautiful thing. And it's important to note that these things are not necessarily going to be like permanent, right? So sometimes we might find ourselves from the general population when it comes to thankfulness. Sometimes we might be from the special folks. And sometimes we might be from like the exclusive, exclusive group depending on situations in our life. It's impossible, unless we're prophets, to constantly be in a perfect state. Like, nobody has that. I don't. And if they tell you they have that, they, they just lost their sugar. They're no longer khawas khawas, man. But he says, وَالدَّرَجَةُ خَوَاسِ الْخَوَاسِ أَنْ يُغِيبَ الْعَبْدُ عَنْ رُؤْيَةِ النِّعْمَةِ بِمُشَاهَدَةِ الْمُنْعِمِ and so he says, the first round draft picks, the guaranteed contract folks, the best of the best, the exclusive of the exclusive, are those who lose themselves to the point 
that they lose themselves in witnessing the graces of God to the point that they're no longer concerned with blessings. They're just with Allah. وَهُوَ مَعَكُمْ أَيْنَ مَا كُنْتُمْ So, mashallah, mashallah, man, that is a, a, an incredible, incredible thing. And that's why he mentions this story. قَالَوْ رَجُلٌ لِإِبْرَهِيمَ أَبْنِ أَدْهَمْ That a man, he came to Ibrahim ibn Adham, of course, the great, great scholar and, and pious man. And he said, الْفُقَرَاء إِذَا أُعْتُوا شَكَرُوا وَإِذَا مُنِعُوا Sabaru. And he said, you know, what he meant by the fuqara is not poor people. What he meant is like those people who are pious. They used to be called al-fuqara, a fuqara on Allah. فَقَالَ إِبْرَهِيمُ هَذِهِ أَخْلَاقُ الْكِلَابِ Ibrahim ibn Adam said, that's the characteristic of a dog, man. You know, if you give a dog... They're thankful, but if you keep it away from them, they're patient, they're loyal. You know? So, so then he said, What he meant by qawm here is as-salihun. He said, but the righteous people, either muni'u shakaru, if 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 they don't get it, if they don't get what what they, you know, if, if they're kept from something, they're still thankful. And either and when they're given they prefer what they were given to others Allahu Akbar and then as we finish uh, he says وَمِنْ فَضِلَةِ شُكْرِ أَنَّهُ مِنْ صِفَاتِ الْحَقِّ وَمِنْ صِفَاتِ الْخَلْقِ فَإِنَّ مِنْ أَسْمَاءِ اللَّهِ الشَّاكِرُ وَالشُكُورُ وَقَدْ فَسَّرْتُهُمَا فِي اللُّغَةِ so then he said you know that the quality of thankfulness is the quality of God right transcendent in a way that's befitting Allah's majesty, right? And also in its finite form, it is a quality of creation. And people, right? Who's not thankful to people, God is, will not receive the thankfulness, the reward of Allah, and so on and so forth. And then he mentions, you know, in the earlier part of this tafsir, he has a beautiful glossary where he talks about thankfulness. So, mashallah, man, I thought it would be kind of important and seasonally um, appropriate to kind of talk about thankfulness. And then just to let you know where I've been, like I'm, I'm very thankful, alhamdulillah, for the blessings of Allah. And for those of you that have children, you you know, man, you know, and, and baby girls uh, are special. Um, they melt the heart, man. You know, they really melt the heart. And may Allah protect ours and yours but we were talking about thankfulness and we defined it as being thankful to the one who provides blessings and then to speak about those blessings as the prophet said speak about the blessings speaking about the blessings of god is a form of thankfulness and then we talked about the different types of thankfulness right on the limbs using our limbs and employing our limbs for allah's obedience and keeping away from disobedience then the thankfulness of the heart, which is to understand and appreciate the value of blessings and knowing certainly that the only one who provided those blessings is from Allah. And then finally, cognitively understanding that I'm not getting this because I deserve it. I'm getting this because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is kareem. And this is a, this is min fadlillah. Wallahu yu'ti. You know, Allah says, وَأَنَّ الْفَضْلَ بِيَدِ اللَّهِ يُؤْتِيهِ مَنْ يَشَاءُ Right, the end of Surah Al-Hadid. That the fadl is from God under the complete 
power of God blessings are from his complete power. And he dispenses them and gives them to who he wants. Then he says that, you know, we should understand that the the blessings of, of God can never be uh, quantified. However, we can divide them into three kinds, right? Blessings related to the temporal world, blessings related to our faith, blessings related uh, to the hereafter. And then we talked about the stations of the thankful. And the first is somebody who's thankful for the blessings that they've received in their life. And then the second are those who are thankful not only for those blessings, but what all of creation has received in a general way. And then he talked about the three stations, right, of thankfulness. And the first is just the general population that's thankful for blessings. The second are those people who are thankful for blessings and tests. They maintain their thankfulness. And the third are, are those who are lost in the sense they are found in their witness of God's grace, beauty, and transcendence and creation to the point that they are no longer concerned about blessings. And then he mentioned, of course, Ibrahim al-Adham saying to the man, you know, هذه أخلاق الكلاب. And then he mentioned how, subhanAllah, from the blessings of God, uh, from, from the blessings of thankfulness, is that this is a transcendent quality of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and then also it is a finite quality of creation. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless all of us. I'll see you guys next week for the Swiss podcast. Do me a favor. Uh, write a review in the Apple store that helps me. Give me some of them five stars, man. Really appreciate that. And constructive feedback. Also, don't forget to enroll at Swiss. $10 a month will never change that price for you and your entire family. Uh, Swiss. And then finally, please let people know online about this podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Wishing you a wonderful week full of blessing and barakah أمسيت في الدنيا أغني كلما أوحيت لي من أصدق الألحان